Well, put on your mucklucks and get ready to head out. This is Postcards from Gravelly Beach, part two of the White Poppies for Remembrance series. Mm, we'll call this one, uh, Hitting Out with the White Poppy and a Rainy Day Coat. Follow along, won't you? Well, it's a Monday morning here in Vancouver. And it's not just any regular Monday morning because I'm not heading off to my daily toil. Instead, I'm uh, heading down to participate in uh, a Remembrance Day activity. And Remembrance Day, well, it celebrates the armistice of World War One, which happened on the 11th day of the 11th month, 11th hour, etc. But they uh, massage the holiday a little bit to fit in, well, on a holiday. <laughs> so you can make it a holiday. But I'm going to head down to uh, Victory Park, which is the cenotaph there uh, in the heart of downtown, so to speak, just where uh, the downtown Lower East Side sort of begins. And uh, But anyway, the important part is that uh, all the old-timers who have served in various wars will be there, and there will be a bit of pomp and circumstance and pageantry, and uh, but mostly remembrance, you know. It's, uh, it's an emotional time. And here in Canada... Well, it's not as much of a warring culture, but when it comes down to fighting, well, the Canadians are always there, but the Canadians, they, uh, the people, they really take a take it seriously, the remembering of the fallen soldiers seriously. For my part, I take it seriously as well, and I think it's, you know, whenever I think back, oh, pardon me, I'm having a bite of oatmeal here to, uh, Make sure I have the sustenance to survive the day. The rain's let up, but it's still, well, the rain could be here any second. And it's a bit uh, blustery, as you might expect here in November in Canada. I got an envelope arrived from the UK from the White Poppies for Peace people who encourage a culture of peace. The White Poppies for Peace were conceived by the Women's Cooperative Guild and made their appearance 71 years ago on Armistice Day, 1933, the year following the Peace Pledge Union. Um, the year, following year, the Peace Pledge Union undertook their distribution. Members of the guild uh, had ties with sweethearts, ki people killed in World War One. And they were concerned that the war to end all wars would be followed by even a worse war. Hmm. Foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. So, over 300 wars later, and after the slaughter of over 200 million people, the white poppy continues to be a reminder of the world's failure to prevent war. It is a symbol of grief for everyone who has been harmed of war, but more importantly, it is a symbol of our determination to work together to abolish war for good. The white poppy looks to the future. Join us and help us make it non-violent. On your lips and skin scarred Cape beneath this skelter
people will understand that um, I just refuse to support killing. I believe war is a crime against humanity. I renounce war and am therefore determined not to support any kind of war. I am also determined to work for the removal of all causes of war. Peace and peacefulness and truces and armistice and pacifism, friendship, nonviolence, peace treaties, conscientious objection, mediation, peacemaking, disarmament, arbitration, conflict resolution, cooperation, diplomacy, conflict resolution, arms conversion, negotiations. I got an idea. How about you invite people over that you don't like? Invite them over to your house and speak. Speak unto them. Break bread with one another. How about stop buying kids violent toys? How about, and this is coming from me who's pretty wide open about what should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed in society. I really trust the individual to have stewardship over many decisions, but... You know, it drives me nuts when I'm watching the hockey game or whatever. And on comes some crazy violent movie or video game preview. I don't know what they're thinking. It's a time of day where children should be watching, you know, sports with their old man, a hockey game or whatever, right? Hockey's probably not the best example of pacifism, but, you know, when you have an, an arena where that aggression can be vented... I think it's a, it is a step to help encourage a peaceful solution rather than all, all tensions being kind of bottled up and exploding into a, a horrendous situation which produces emotions that can never really be removed. So I'm going to finish my oatmeal. I'm going to put on my... Uh, rainy day coat with my white poppy and head down to Victory Square. Along the way, I brought a little uh, Henry David Thoreau and I brought a few different essays from people writing about poppies and draft resistance and whether to wear a poppy or whether to not wear a poppy. And I've also brought along a story by a young fellow who's written in the early days of this uh, newest war, four or five years ago now, or whatever written from the eyes of uh, an Iraqi resistance fighter. And my job here, my, my, uh, you know, I'm just going to lay this stuff out and I'm going to soak it all in and let uh, my own conscience sort itself out today. Because I couldn't let go when the water hit the setting sun Passing white daisies taking turns All those evenings on the back deck of our first apartment They meant everything but the wind just carried them off And you can't go back now, just a passing Well, thanks for wandering along, heading down to Vancouver, checking things out a little bit. Last Remembrance Day, 
There's plenty more to come in this series. Music in this episode was by Rocky Votolato, White Daisy Passing, and the Black Tories. Ah, you know, check out postcards from gravelybeach.com. I'll try and remember to put up, like, some notes or some links or something like that. And, you know, if you got a notion, stop by iTunes Music Store and leave a review. But most importantly, to keep the peaceful vibe going out there in your communities. And we'll catch you next time. Postcards from Gravelly Beach.